welcome back to nothing but a bob thing i am justin i'm nathan wow i'm coming in hot tonight hot and heavy i'm ready oh it's a it's a good bob night it's a good bob night well or day depending on the time that you're you're listening to this i think the good is also debatable no depending on how you feel about this painting uh we are talking about the autumn mountain autumn mountain episode seven season one episode seven the autumn mountain what you think this was painted day two or end of day one it felt like an end he did all his paintings for those who haven't listened like his entire season in a three-day span right i think this felt to me very much like an end of the day painting because he suggests like a minute in that he, he well he he hopes that we have a cool drink in our hand. I I uh I took special note of that. Yeah. Because it means that if anyone ever paints Bob Ross while drinking a nice cup of tea, you're wrong. <laughs> Which those two themes things seem very Bob will like smite they would you. go together. Only cold drinks with Bob Ross. I wonder if he was a drinker. I wonder if he liked beer. Or we we know so little about we him do, yes. we don't know no we don't know i i didn't even know until then that he knew what a drink was <laughs> that i mean i assumed that's true i assumed he knew about there was liquids no but, hard evidence yeah so you know like when you got a solid mm-hmm. that sloshes around <laughs> and you can like put it in a cup what do they call that what is that <laughs> anyway get a cold one of those not hot it's not diffuse. It's not like air, because you can capture it in a glass. I, the power of Bob made it where he actually didn't ever have to have water. I could see that. That's science. That is science. You can't prove I'm wrong. <laughs> he seems like a Budweiser man to me, if I had to guess. I could see that. Yeah. yeah. Maybe a Miller High Life or something. Yeah. Or just like, you know, a nice glass of tea. Iced tea. Cold tea. Yeah, not hot tea. No, no, no. He's from the South. Um, Bob fact? Yeah, Bob fact. Bob fact. Um, So, as usual, we are located tonight in your basement. Indeed. Your cluttered, cluttered basement. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) Full of just nonsense everywhere. You know, I can't really disagree. It's... There's some drum equipment behind you. Yep. Some notebooks on that shelf. A lot, lot of notebooks. There's just a, a can I'm looking at back there. Just oh, a can. my can? Yeah, just a can. Oh, there's, there's things in that can. Yeah, I'm sure there's There's is. random things in yeah, that can. That do sounds you, right. Do you want me to pour them out on no, the table? No, I think we're good. You sure? Yeah, I, I'm fine. I mean, I, I feel satisfied not knowing what's in the can. He's getting the can. This is a coffee. This is a uh, Cafe Bustelo coffee can that i cut a hole in the lid of and i ripped the label off of because you don't want to advertise for cafe bustello (laughs) the first thing i pulled out is a pamphlet that says will suffering ever end the second did it answer (laughs) (laughs) would you say yes no maybe Hmm. the second one i pull out says who really controls the world so this was from your spell where you were uh, a Jehovah's Witness desperately trying to find that religious Answers. aspect. Yeah. Um, so terrible clutter throughout a basement. Yeah. 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 Not 
unlike Bob Ross. Oh, really? Uh, Bob Ross lived in Orlando, Florida, as yes. we know. Yes, yes. And a reporter from the Orlando Sentinel went to his studio that was located in his basement what? to interview him one Wow, time. a guy that painted that many nature scenes, a studio in a basement. Yes, and it was a mess. Do you know why it was a mess? Because he was a hoarder? It was littered with postcards, snapshots, and calendars that were strewn about the basement floor. Huh! So, all of his inspiration, just random crap from his basement. <laughs> That's interesting. It is. So, you may have something in this basement Ooh. right now yeah. that, could, that could spur a multi-million dollar company. Wow. You probably don't. I've been in the basement many times. I haven't found it. <laughs> but you might. You haven't looked everywhere. That's true. I. It would take a lot of time to look everywhere, yeah, to yeah. be honest. <laughs> so that's the Bob fact. Mm -hmm. Bob, Bob, Bob fact. Bob fact. Of the week. Hello. Welcome back. I thought today we'd do an almighty picture that had some huge mountains in it. And maybe today we'll also work a little bit on putting some clouds floating in front of the mountains. This is always something that's very difficult to do. So I'll try to show you how to do that. And I hope you have a canvas set up on your almighty easel and cool drink at hand. And and let's, let's go here. All right, let's dig into Autumn Mountain here. Cold drink in hand. Cold drink. Uh, if, you're, if you're listening to this with yeah, a hot drink, yeah. in honor of Bob, pour it out. Yep, wherever you are. If you're at work. Right on the floor. Yep. No one will mind. If you're They'll sitting understand. on your couch, if you're in your car, on your crotch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you might as well. Yeah. Uh, so, very early in this, uh, so he, he starts painting, paints the sky. Yes. Paints a mountain. It's a nice a sky. Nice sky. One minute and 30 seconds into the painting. Yes. Uh, Bob says the truest statement he said this entire series run thus far right and it's something i've said in my head many times like why why does he keep going at a minute 30 says that if if he wanted to he could be done and hang that in the museum of modern art right <laughs> he says it's a masterpiece in a museum of modern art which it was it was it was just a kind of purple and blue a, you know, a very diffuse sort of sky. He may be playing fast and loose with the term masterpiece. I think, but yes. it would hang in the Museum of Modern Art. Yeah. It would be a masterpiece at an art crawl. Yes. An art crawl, you'd have people yes. crowding around that. Right. Someone might pick up that painting mm -hmm. at a, um, you know, like a flea market for $100. Yeah, yeah. Um. So I, I guess we're done with the episode. That's it. That's the end of the painting. But no. No. This purpley situation <laughs> continues. <laughs> um, <laughs> purpley. The purpley situation continues. He um he reaches for the permanent red very early. Very early. And incorporates that into some of the clouds. Typically, the permanent red, for those who haven't paid attention, seems to mostly be reserved for him to put his gigantic signature on things. Correct. That's correct. Not this time. Which, can we talk about the signature for just a second? Yeah. Uh, we really haven't discussed we it. We really haven't. No. I... So, my first choice would be just for, if I had my druthers. Yeah. 
it would be for him just to write Bob. Okay. Because everyone knows who he is. But of course, at this time, everyone didn't know who he is. Right. My second choice would just be that stylized R and just leave it at that. That would be good. Not stylized R, which is ra- large. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of his name spelled out Ross. What, what I would like if I had my way uh, was the stylized R, but do like the Kurt Vonnegut signature thing uh, where it just kind of transitions into a little cartoon self-portrait of him. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I like that. But he'd have to tack on like a full extra two minutes yeah. to the episode. To that, <laughs> the so. hair. And the, yeah. yeah. yeah it would take, he'd have to put a bush in front of himself. Mm-hmm. God <laughs> damn it. Block out his... <laughs> a pathway. Yeah. Um, I'm a little angry, but we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, he tells us at the very beginning that we're going to work on a technique in this painting, putting clouds in front of mountains. He's very specific about that. He says, we're going to put a cloud in front of a mountain, right? That, so and he, th- he does that. He does that. But first he puts some clouds in the sky and then proceeds to paint the most beautiful mountain in front of those clouds. So we have clouds in the background of the mountain. I, I'm, I'm, as you are, and, and, and we'll have an example of this for you later, I'm starting to pick up on how to paint a little bit. Or at least how he paints. How he paints. How to conceptualize, right, a painting. Right. So, whatever you want to put in the background, you have to paint that first. Now, that might seem like a really obvious statement, but for a person like me who has no idea how to paint, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't necessarily know that. No. So, I learned something. I learned something uh, rather significant, I would say. I, yeah, I, uh, I find myself, and I did this. You, you caught on to it, but I find myself thinking, "Oh man, he really needs to do X," and then he immediately does. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the Bob headspace you when I watch these episodes. <laughs> yes, you are. Yes, you are. It's kind of alarming. Yeah, I'm not. A, I'm not going to lie. It's freaky. Yeah. It's freaky. I don't, I don't know that I want to start channeling people. <laughs> so as he adds more things, puts the mountain in. Again, it's a gorgeous mountain. It's one of my favorite mountains. It really is. So it's far. the best mountain so far, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's less symmetrical yes. than other. Like, yes. I mean, not that they're symmetrical, but they seem more planned out. This one, yeah. it's just kind of like a really random mountain shape. <laughs> yeah. He put some like curly stuff in there and um, it's kind of a purpley and blue and it has some dark edges that i liked a lot mm-hmm. the all the mountains so far and maybe this doesn't even need to be pointed out but they've all been like rocky mountain style mountains yeah you know like they're they're not appalachia mountains they're not rolling kind of you know big piles of dirt essentially they're like very rough hewn rocks you know exactly cliffs and such yeah. so all the mountains look like that, but yeah, this is a particularly beautiful mountain. And at that point, it started. It kind of went from modern art masterpiece for me to something that would hang in a hotel room at like a Holiday Inn with uh, okay. a high, okay, a higher level of skill. Yeah, not a Holiday Inn. Not a Holiday. Okay, fine. what's a? I couldn't come up with. You gotta that. at least go with a Radisson here. Double tree. Okay, hanging yeah. in a double tree. Yeah, it's peaceful. But it's not going to challenge anyone's artistic exactly. ideas. It's it's put there to soothe you, mm-hmm. and so you don't just have a blank wall, essentially, right? Yeah. And already we have a, a masterpiece for Museum of Modern Art somewhere. 
Yeah. Oh, I had a strange note. I'm sorry. I trailed off for a second what? because we were... I'm very... Are what, you intrigued? Yeah, what's the We note? were... Uh, <laughs> as we were watching the episode, we were pondering how the murder would happen in mm. this one. And we couldn't come up with anything except you said, oh... When he got out the permanent red, you're like, oh, maybe we're going to get something exciting like a falcon. Yeah. And then the falcon would be holding a hunter in mm-hmm. its claws. Taking the falcon to its little falcon babies. <laughs> and then I thought, like, maybe maybe that's not it. Maybe there's going to be a tree, and there's going to be a door in the tree, and the hunter's going to go into the door and then get eaten by squirrels. I, I'm for it. I mean, I'm for any painting that he does that ends in murder. <laughs> yeah. as the wild mountain is going also the piano player i don't know who put crack in the piano player's coffee he so this episode i have this theory about the piano player because you want the piano in this show understated yes but and this ties into our thought that this may be the last one of the day yeah yeah the pianist has been sitting there quietly (laughs) plucking things out for episode after episode. Yeah. And is at this point just furious because he knows he's not going to get credited. We checked. He's not credited at the end of this. No, at least not yet. And so he, he starts playing the most dramatic music. It, it sounds like the piano score to a war movie. Yes. <laughs> it's a lot of like almost not quite cluster chords, but like like very straining mm-hmm. sounding like ninth chords and stuff. I just I kept expecting like a snare drum yeah. to come in. Or those uh those big Japanese taiko drums. And okay, we assume that the piano player is is a guy, but like it sounds like yeah. That's sexist of us. Yeah, it is. I feel bad now. I'm just saying. It does, but it does, like, I, I don't know. It just sounds like a pissed off guy playing the piano. Yeah. You it, know? I think why I assume it's a guy is there are points where it's more aggressive than than I would anticipate a female pianist to be. Yeah, but maybe that's sexist too. I don't know. I mean, it probably is. Yeah. But really, I'm I'm holding the female pianist higher to a higher standard yeah, <laughs> yeah. i'm i'm thinking higher of them of, than right the right the man right right because in my head i'm thinking man that guy can't control his his fury and anger right. maybe he hates trees as much as you oh boy maybe that's what's happening and here. boy do i <laughs> so we continue forward we get those clouds in the foreground well not the foreground we get the clouds in front of the mountain so we have cloud behind mountain cloud in front of mountain and it's very impressive it's gorgeous. So just to just to make sure everyone has the same mental image going, we've got ocean, we've got sky, purples, blues, and then we've got this purpley bluey mountain with these awesome edges, these sharp edges and this like irregularity to it. Mm-hmm. Great mountain. Great mountain. We got clouds behind the mountain, we got clouds in front of the mountain. And that's all we've got so far. Yeah. And it's beautiful. And it's uh-huh. about 11 some odd minutes in, uh-huh. I believe. Um, and and then he starts to paint a little... He, he calls them trees, but really it's a cluster of bushes. Yeah. In the middle. And in, in the, the... Right in the ocean. Very middle. Right in the ocean. The painting. Yeah. Right below the mountain. 
just a cluster of bushes, and paint some land on there. And I know you being the person who hates Bob Ross's trees, <laughs> I could feel the tension welling up. It's building. Yeah. And then at 16 minutes after he's finished with these bushes. Right. And this is not an overstatement here. Uh, Justin cried no to the heavens. <laughs> I did. As Bob... <laughs> I did. Bob Ross began painting a full-fledged tree. <laughs> yes. Yes, I did. I mean, I'm looking at this beautiful painting before trees, sans trees, pre-trees. Yeah. And I'm thinking, is this where, like, unicorns live? Mm-hmm. It's gorgeous. It, it really seemed like a magical place. Fanciful. And then he added the bushes, and it made it a little bit more real. But you're still like, oh. Yeah, exactly. I don't I don't know where this this magical land of Misty Mountain could be. Right, right. This Misty Mountain hop. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, and I'm thinking, <laughs> my note is, fuck the land, which I underlined. <laughs> Um, and I put foothills in quotations because he was calling it foothills. Yeah. But I I just... Nathan... He says in the show yeah. all the time not to overdo it. Mm-hmm. And then he consistently <laughs> overdoes it Well, when it comes to foliage. So here's the question. All right. If he hadn't painted the big tree, let's say he had just left foothills with the bushes, would you have been okay with that? I, yes, I could have lived with it because I kept noticing that I was being a bit preemptive mm-hmm. <laughs> because each time he would be working on the bushes and stuff, I would get really upset and then, I mean, like really upset actually, everyone. And then it would zoom out to the whole painting and yeah. I didn't mind so much because the mountain was still the thing. Yeah, you would be upset, you know? they'd zoom out and then... The fury kind of melted away. <laughs> yes. And you you would say, oh, it's actually kind of nice. I felt like I had my feet up at the double tree. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then the big tree came. Yeah, the big to tree. To the left. And it was a whole different situation for you. <sighs> and don't let the size of this big brush scare you away. Use it. It does fantastic things. Yeah. Yeah, it really changed at that point for me. Uh-huh. And I didn't really... I didn't completely come back. Now, um, at 20 minutes... Yeah. I've taken specific time notes here. Um, oh, nice 16 job. is when you you cried to the heavens. <laughs> 20 minutes is when he paints an almighty tree. That's right. That's right. And all I have written here for, for the 20-minute point is Justin is disgusted. <laughs> There was no other way to describe it. I, I was. It was, I was just pure disgust. Yes, I was disgusted, and I can admit it. Uh huh. And I'm, 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 uh, you know, I'm working on authenticity in life, mm-hmm. and so I'm gonna authentically tell everyone right now that I was my stomach turned. I was okay with it. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, now at uh, I twenty three sixteen. Okay. Getting close to wrapping up here. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a lot more to talk about here. I just want to go painting, through your the journey. The painting is, here. yeah. yeah. Um, there was good news for you. He yes. did paint another tree. He did. However, it was on the right, and this time, it was a giant tree that he made sure to point out is dying. Yes. 
were you okay with the dying or dead tree? <sighs> no. Which no. really was just a bunch of sticks. Yeah. Um, well, first of all, the trees, the foliage on the trees, and I guess this is where the autumn thing, this doesn't even feel like an autumn painting to me. No. Like, I have to take issue with that. It's called Autumn Mountain, and there's no real autumn. That is true. The, right? The leaves are green and yellow. There's and then some yellow. We do get the brown tree that's like you But that said, tree like, just looks dead. Yeah. Because everything else is green, is green and yellow. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. You said it was like a UPS brown, and I would totally yeah, agree. Yeah, it's a poo brown. Yeah, it's like, yeah. It's a dookie brown. Nothing against the UPS corporation, but... I mean, I, I have a little against them. <laughs> no, I have nothing against them. But, like, yeah, I don't know what made this autumn. If you say autumn to me, I think, well, that's going to mean orange and red and yellow. Lots of fall colors, you well, know? I will say that whatever is happening there, yeah. wherever that painting was set, because we don't really know. Right. The weather was very sporadic. Absolutely. Because you got green trees left. Yes. You got one tree that's brown with yep. some yellow. You got one that's lost all its leaves. Yes. And you Nothing have, left. And you have a snow-covered mountain in the background. Yeah. It's all over the place. It's it's all seasons. That's why it felt fanciful, because it could not exist. It was all seasons in one painting. Imagine trying to be the weatherman oh, boy. In, that, in that land. <laughs> well, we were talking about this. Like, all the Bob Ross paintings... You can picture a person standing in, at, at the center of the painting yeah. and looking, and we're seeing what they're seeing. Yeah. And you have to assume that's like Bob, basically, right? Like, we're seeing what Bob is or seeing. Or whoever took the picture yeah, of the postcard right. that he... <laughs> Based everything off of. Yeah. Wow, that's a, that's a hefty allegation. I don't think there's any basis to that at all. I just read a fact that he, he had postcards and uh, calendars everywhere. Oh, that's what you're saying. Yeah. You're saying that he was getting inspiration. Yeah, I'm not saying he stole anything. But he's getting inspiration from the nature scenes on postcards yeah. and calendars. Yeah. I did not pick up on that. Okay. That's interesting. Just strewn about his entire basement floor. Do you think Bob saw nature like in a, almost like as made up of these different elements? You know what I mean? Like, like plug in trees here, plug in mountain here, plug in water here. You know what I mean? And then like he got so familiar with how nature looked that mm -hmm. he could construct so like these paintings out of nothing. Nature was just his Lego set. Kind of. Like <laughs> like I don't exactly know how to put it, but he had like these these sort of all these like snapshot images of nature he's in his just, head. He's just playing Minecraft every it, time he's painting. Yeah. <laughs> He's, he's he's making a Taco Bell food item. Right. He knows he has five things. Okay. Beans, cheese, tortilla, mm -hmm. tomatoes, something else. And he's going to combine them in some sort of way. Right. Be it be it a chalupa. Yeah. Or a taco. Or... A gordita. A gordita. Or a burrito. Cinnamon twists. That's the, that's Ooh, the exception that's right one. there. I like those. Yeah. And so he just snaps it together like Lego, mm -hmm. into a painting. Yeah. In his head, kind of. Kind of. I don't know. I don't know what I'm getting his at here. His head... Well, his, his brain clearly works differently than mine. Because mine, I, I would not go, okay, maybe we, uh, we add this here. I would go, well, there is a mountain. I am painting <laughs> that mountain right there. Yeah. That yeah. is... I need the shape of that mountain. <laughs> you want specific. <laughs> yeah. And he's, well, I like the fact that he riffs. Yeah. And I'm kind of thinking like he has all these, 
these snapshots in his head so that he can combine them however he or wants. Or on and his he, basement floor. Yeah. And he, yeah, and he can riff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, no, I was so upset by the large tree that the dead tree does nothing. It doesn't help in any way. Really? Was, not at all? No, not at all. It made it I worse. I thought that would give actually. you a little bit of solace that he at least killed a tree in the painting. <laughs> I love the mountains so much. And I love those that color scheme. Mm-hmm. What I'm learning is I like a limited palette yeah. of color. Bob, I like Bob doesn't. Bob does not. Bob can paint with vibrance. Mm-hmm. And I guess at least in these nature scenes. Like I'm a big fan of like Mark Rothko paintings where it's literally a big bar of color that fades very slowly into another one. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're sort of minimalist paintings, but they're, I think they're really beautiful. Um, I'm also a fan of Jackson Pollock paintings, but notice he doesn't just go ape with color, with colors. He picks like a handful of colors that sort of complement each other that he slings. Have you noticed that? Like blue yeah. poles and, you know, paintings it, like that. It would be kind of crazy if there was yeah. one out there, though, where he just had all of them. <laughs> Yeah. And don't mix it dead. Remember not to mix it dead. So my son really likes this book called Color Kittens. Are you familiar with Color Kittens? I know what a kitten is, and I have heard of colors. <laughs> it's a Margaret Wise Brown book that she mm-hmm. wrote. She wrote uh, Good Night Moon. Okay. And this is like this is like the B list, but it's a really good one. Right. Um, and the, it's about these kittens that invent colors by mixing paint together. It rhymes a little bit, as she is wanted to do. And it gets to brown. Uh-huh. And it says, in all that brown, the sun went down. And that's what I think of when I think of Jackson Pollock slinging all the colors he has. Did did the color blending in the book, was it accurate? There's a specific uh, reason I'm asking. Uh, Yeah, pretty much. So there's a book. I don't know how familiar you are with Pete the Cat. Yeah. That... Uh, my child hasn't read this one, but my nieces have, and it's just inevitable that it's going to end up in my house at some point, <laughs> where Pete the Cat has new shoes, oh. and they're white, uh-huh. and then he steps in strawberries. Dog shit. As oh. you do. Uh-huh. Yeah, because they're everywhere. Yeah. And they turn red. Uh-huh. And then he steps in blueberries. As you do? And they turn blue. Now, this is where I have an issue. <laughs> <laughs> I think Bob would have an issue with this, yeah, too. Yeah, that's not how colors blend. No, no. Bob Bob uses red, and he uses blue. Yeah. And you know what color it makes? Not blue. Purpley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not, the next color doesn't cancel out the no, other one. No, it's not. Oh, but Nathan, are blueberries thinner than strawberries? Because, you know, a thin paint will stick That's true. Well, paint. that's that's the golden rule here. Yeah, it is the golden rule. Uh, the golden rule. It's not. Per, Per Bob is thin paint sticks to thick paint, which means Bob had a very different Bible. <laughs> his Bible's very different than everyone else's. I mean, he could have written his own Bible for all we're concerned. I, this would have been amazing. Would have been amazing. It probably would have been. Unlike this painting. It would have been a good read. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, that's my main issue with this particular painting. Yeah. I personally liked it. I'm glad you liked it. Yeah. I I could do without the left tree, the big yeah, tree. The big tree. Um the little trees were fine. Yeah. Um 
dead tree. I'm down with the dead tree because, and he did this once before. I think yeah. I mentioned oh, it on yeah. that podcast. This technique that you like. Yeah. yeah. Where he blends the, like he, he gets oil on his brush. Right. And some paint. And so then he like very finely traces these branches yes. on there. Yes. And they look a little bit different. They're a little bit wonky branches. Yeah. There's like, it's like there's, Places where there's more paint and yeah. places where it's really thin. I I like that. I enjoy that technique. I think you're you're onto something there. Yeah, and um, that was that tree. I have a special kinship to Bob with because that was the one that I was looking at. Going, oh, he really needs to put something there at the bottom to blend that in. As he said, now I'm going to <laughs> blend this in. Yes, because it was just like a stump yeah. in the middle of... Mm-hmm. And then he, he took out and he put some another yellow Mind bush. meld. Yeah. Me and Bob you were and mind Bob. melding. You're mind melding like a couple of Vulcans. It's, it's upsetting. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to mind meld with anyone. It might be good for you. With... To mind meld with deceased people? Sure. <laughs> okay. Sure. You know, I'm not putting anything past anything. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, final thoughts on, I mean, Autumn, on Autumn Mountain? Like I said, I'm okay with it. I'm not okay and with it. I, we, we know. We yeah. know how you feel. <laughs> uh, the only other note I had here was your musing about, you know, whether there's some psychological, psychosexual underpinnings well, to I'm, Bob paintings. I was just pointing out. Like Georgia O'Keeffe. Yeah. Georgia like O'Keefe. you look at her paintings. Yeah. Lots of flowers. Yeah. They're all flower paintings. And that's all there is to them, right? Sure. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm just wondering if, like, if you started looking deeply into Bob Ross paintings, if he also was secretly painting genitals somewhere. <laughs> everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Like Georgia O'Keeffe had uh, secret vaginas. All up in the paintings. That's, I yeah. mean, and by secret, I mean very, very obvious. obvious vaginas. Went, it's a flower. <laughs> <laughs> I her her artwork is great, uh, by the way. But yeah, it would be great to start discovering dicks and all yeah. the Bob paintings yeah. somewhere. Maybe that's what all those sticks are. <laughs> that's, His that's paintings are, for. are less sexual and more about violence. That's true. He, for something that is as peaceful as his paintings, yes, there is a lot of aggression taken out on the painting and this, this episode so the first aggressive act the bushes he painted them and then he wanted to carve in some sticks yeah and so he carved in the sticks oh very yeah with with his palette knife in a way that scared me a little <laughs> it was real stabby yeah yeah it really was um it's it's a good aggression i guess yeah, I mean that's what. Hey, you know, you got to beat out the demons. You uh, you got to stab that canvas like you mean it. Mm-hmm. You need an almighty easel that can take it. Almighty, almighty. That's why he had to build his own. Eventually, I hope we can break all of the elements of his show, all the objects in his show, out into like psychological components. Mm-hmm. Like the palette knife represents something, <laughs> the easel represents something else, and they're all parts of Bob's personality right. that come out depending on what tool he's employing at the moment. I I feel like that's probably that. I feel like you, if you knew what was happening in his life, yeah, 
it's all reflected in how these paintings are done. Absolutely. But we never will know because everything is such a secret with him. He led a very mysterious life in some ways. Mm-hmm. Like the only the only hint I've ever seen on any any clip of an episode or anything about his personal life is there's one later on when his wife has has passed. Right. Uh, where he says something about darkness and you have to go through the darkness to see the light. <sighs> and <sighs> that's the only time. So there's got to be things happening in his life that he's taking out oh, in yeah. his paintings. There are things happening in everyone's life. Yeah. Um, on the on the psychosexual note, three <laughs> buttons open. Oh, yeah. In this painting, he's really letting it all hang he's out. saucy. There's some chest hair coming through. Uh, this was like Bob Ross after dark. That's right. <laughs> you never know if he's going to slip a nip. I mean, that would be very exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, that, there might be some whales. That's probably the raci- raciest thing that you can see <laughs> midday on PBS. In Muncie. Yeah. <laughs> um, Mo Bob Ross is wearing that low cut number today. Uh-huh. By the way, I also noticed I previewed the next painting, which is called Peaceful Valley. Yeah. He's wearing the same shirt. Okay. So that answers our question. It wasn't the end of the day. Yeah. Not the last painting of the day. Ooh, we really need to track that. Yeah. We need to track... Let us know if this is a good idea, guys and gals. But we ought to track the clothing changes, the wardrobe. Because mm-hmm. there was no budget for that. That's true. And you got to figure... There was no budget for anything. There was no budget for anything. <laughs> you got to figure, if he had the same shirt on, it was the same day. Yeah. More than likely. Yeah, he's probably not taking time to change clothes. No, no, no. They don't have time. No. He's making one million paintings a day. (laughs) And I think we'll call that one finished. If we mess with it anymore, we're going to start piddling it to death. Do your picture, get your dream out on canvas, and leave it alone. Don't fiddle with it all day. In the time you spend fiddling, you could do another picture. So thank you very, very much for watching us. We hope to see you again. And until then, happy painting. Let's rate this painting, Nathan. Rate it! So last time, highest honors last time, because A, he killed a guy. Yeah. Got a bonus point for oh, that. Oh, he killed that guy well. Yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. Uh, so last last episode was an A+. Plus. Yeah. Somehow I don't think we're getting an A+. Plus today. It does not seem like... <laughs> and mostly because of me. <laughs> I don't feel like that's where we're, we're going with Please this. Please remind the listeners of the rubric, my friend. The rubric is a five-point rubric. Each... Each point uh, can be scored one to four. Yes. For a total of 20 possible points. 21 if a bonus point is awarded for a murder. That's correct. Um, No murder in this painting. No murder. So 20 is the highest we can have today. Correct. We will not be getting (laughs) (laughs) Visual impact. (sighs) Uh, Does it have the power to wow you? No. It's not a four for me. Does it have lasting impact on you? No. Does it hold your attention? What's the bottom? Little or no impact. It's a two. It's a okay. two for me. Okay, two. Yeah, what about I'm for go you? three. Two and a three, okay. All right. So we're, we're at a good 2.5 2. there. 2.5 at the moment. Interpretation and creativity. All right, remember, Autumn Mountain. Yes. Uh, the design shows unique and creative interpretation, and the effort was far beyond that required. 
with great attention to detail. Uh, okay. Uh, three would be, with more effort, the project might have been outstanding. Okay, that's feeling pretty good to me. Two, the work appears unfinished. No, no. So we don't even need to... It was overdone, if anything, for me. N- number one would be, it's incomplete. <laughs> <laughs> Modern art. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go three. Uh, do, 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 do. Yeah, that seems fair. Three? Okay. Three. All right, next. Composition and design. Ah, this one. Should I just go ahead and give him a one from you? <laughs> um, it shows and effectively utilizes knowledge of the elements and principles of design. The design effectively filled the entire space. Effectively being the key word. Effectively is the key word. Good call. Yeah, good call. The design mostly filled the space. Yeah. The design partly filled the space. Uh-huh. All effectively, of course. Sure. And it was somewhat effective and used the space. I'm going to give him a two. Two? Yeah. Uh, I'm going four. Four? Okay. Yeah. So that's a two. We're, we'll, that That's a three. I'm sorry. That's a three. How <laughs> do averages work? Your, your How averages. do averages work? Craftsmanship. <laughs> Craftsmanship. The design is beautiful and complete and demonstrates a mastery of skill and a clear understanding and application of medium oh boy. qualities. Uh, okay. All it's right. pleasing and partially complete. Okay. And some understanding. Okay. Partial skill and understanding, and it's fairly neat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give him a three. Okay. For that. Uh, three seems fair. <laughs> three. Okay. All right. So, so far we've got... Hang on. 5.5, And here, here's the big one. Okay. And sorry, I feel like this is one of the very few times I'm going to have to not give him a four on this. Okay. Criteria. Uh, all criteria of assignment has been met. Yeah. Uh, here's why I say not a four. Right. I still don't feel like it's autumn It's not an autumn mountain. No. I mean, it's a mountain. It could be autumn. Maybe. It's, it's undetermined. Yeah. Really. Um, most of the re- required criteria has been followed. I say three. Okay. Uh, some, that's a two. Okay. Only one has been, <laughs> has been met. One. I got to go two on that. Okay. So two and a three makes another 2.5. Five, add that together. This is a rough one. It's rough. That's a 14. Ooh. So 14 out of 20 is that is a give 70%. Us a C. C minus. C minus. Yeah. That's a C minus. It passes. Yeah. If he had killed a guy, he could have got a B. Yeah. <laughs> we can get that extra credit. What's wrong? Come on, Bob. Just a little <laughs> effort. A little effort. <laughs> <laughs> no, in all serious though, all, all seriousness though, I'm I'm being critical. Yeah, but well, I mean, we have to be. Critical. We have to be. We have to be we honest. Can't, I mean, we can't really watch all of these and pretend that we love every painting. Right, that would be dishonest and probably uninteresting for you listeners. I mean, where's the drama? No one, no one has ever watched any TV show and loved everything that was on it. Right, and there's a lot of Bob Ross. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. a lot about Bryce. I mean, we have we have so many years more episodes, and years to go. 
so many it's more. It's going to try our friendship. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, next up is, like we were saying before, Peaceful Valley, which sounds promising. Yeah. And then the one after that is called Seascape. That one I'm pretty, pretty stoked I've about. I've got high hopes for Seascape. Mm-hmm. And I think we're, 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 we're kind of in the back half of the first season now. Yeah. Ish. Ish. We're getting there. So we might see some more interesting things pop up soon. I feel like looking at future seasons. Yes. And there's a lot more interesting technique applied right to different right. things right now we're just in the basic basics yeah. here so yeah we're still baby stepping yeah yeah i mean he has to be gentle with us he's our first time that's right <laughs> so this is the end of a don henley song <laughs> um if you have a a twitter account if you do if you tweet yes go into that tweeter <laughs> tweet it up uh, find, find us at Bob underscore Thang Pod. Pod. That's an A N G. Let us know if you also didn't like this painting. Yeah. Because I want to know that I'm not alone. Or if you did love the painting, let us know how stupid we are. <laughs> and I think some good verbal abuse <laughs> directed at us. It would it would do us some good. It would also be great to know if you have any thoughts about the show. Mm-hmm. Anything you'd like to see us do. Anything we should change. Mm-hmm. Anything we should change into. Like clothing-wise. Okay, clothing-wise, not <laughs> just like morphing into other things. Like a creature? Yeah. Some kind? Yeah. Yeah. Um, like a four-armed paint creature? Yeah. And and if you follow us there, we'll be sure to notify you as soon as a new episode Absolute is posted. fucking positively we will. Um, you can also email us. It's nothing but a bob thing at gmail.com. That's a no, no, no G in the nothing. Yeah. yeah. Nothing. Man, but a bob thing. That's really complicated. Just tweet it, us. Uh, yeah. We kind of fucked up the email guys. To yeah. Be don't do that. Yeah. If you are longing between episodes of this show, you can go listen to our other show. Sushi Jackknife. Wherein last episode, last week we recorded, we tried an English cookie that was very disappointing. I don't know how much of a pitch, man you really pitch sold that. that. <laughs> I think hilarity ensued. <laughs> hilarity ensued. If you've ever wanted to hear two people not enjoy a baked good, <laughs> that's the podcast for you. And criticize a nation because of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, until next time, I have been Justin. Who knows who I'll be next time. I will most likely continue to be Nathan. (laughs) And remember, everyone, there are no mistakes. Just happy accidents. Adios. And we love you.